0: Thank you uh, for being here tonight to uh, celebrate our Savior's birth. And if you don't remember, last year I had hot wax going down my hand talking last year, right? So I was like, I'm going to blow it out this year. Do a little <laughs> safed, a little bit safer this year. So I wanted to take a little bit of your time to share my thoughts on some scripture. And uh, this uh, scripture is found in the book of Luke. Well, Luke records a song. From Mary, the mother of Jesus, now this is after she had received word from an angel. Uh, She went to her relative Elizabeth in the hill country of Judea, and she says this. And Mary said, "My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour, for He has looked on the humble estate of His servant. For behold, for now, from now on, old generations will call me blessed." He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Now Mary here comes to magnify the Lord. She wants to boast of or amplify the things of the Lord and the Lord himself. You know, God is the God of all, the maker of the heavens and the earth, and her very spirit rejoices in God, for He is her Savior. This was Mary's delight. It is her joy. Her joy is found in this very truth that, you know, God is her Savior, that He cares for her soul. He has looked upon, He has seen her estate, and from now on, Mary states that that she will be seen as someone from humble beginnings, blessed by God to carry the Son of the Most High. She says, He who is mighty has done great things for me. The Almighty God, the upholder of the universe. The one who put Saturn and Neptune next to each other the other day. That was pretty awesome, wasn't it? Did everyone get to see that? That's cool. I like, I like science, <laughs> mostly science fiction. Um, you know, he worked not just in the universe, not just in upholding that, but he worked in Mary's life. He is the God who is near to each one of us. And yet, Mary states, he is, he is holy, he is apart from us. Yet he showers his mercy upon those who fear him, who, as the song right there says, who believe in him throughout history and we can know this because he is in fact showing his mighty hand here his strength with just one arm right he blesses the humble and scatters the proud in their very heart God has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the humble which is an arc we see throughout the biblical text The Lord is mindful of the weak, of the poor, of those in the cracks of society, those in humble estate, and he is against those who are proud and upon their thrones. The Lord, Mary says, has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away as the hungry know their need and are aware of the fact that this life cannot fill them. The rich, on the other hand, miss out because they are busy with other things. The Lord comes to help his servant, to help the people of Israel because of his remembrance of his mercy. For God is a God who keeps promises. Awesome thing, right? Well, He keeps his promises. The promises that he spoke to the fathers of Israel and the text points out to Abraham and to his offspring forever. This made me think of a few verses that I just wanted to share. The first one spoken to Abraham in the book of Genesis, the Lord says this to Abraham. Now the Lord said to Abram, who would later be named Abraham by God, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to a land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing I will bless those who bless you and with and him who dishonors you, I will curse in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now there is the promise made through Abraham, all the families of the earth shall be blessed, and the next one is to the king the king of King of Israel, King David. the Lord says this to him, when your days are fulfilled and you lay down with your fathers, I will rise up your offspring after you, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. When he commits iniquity, I will discipline him with the rod of men, with the stripes of the sons of men, But my steadfast love will not depart from him as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before you. And your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. You see, King David would die. His son Solomon would build a temple. But this this family line would reign forever. The text says, this promise says, from the throne of David would be established forever. Pointing to the truth that the, the king that sits on this throne will also be everlasting. And just one more stuck out. I, I know uh, we already read it, but it really got me thinking about what Isaiah says in, uh, in his book. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall... Conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. You know, the sign from the Lord is a virgin conceiving and bearing a son, calling his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And you know, we have just heard that, that song from Mary. You know, the song of a virgin that is is going to give birth to the Son of God that we come to celebrate here tonight. You know, what God has given it is a son born to die for us. That if we believe in him, we have everlasting life. And we can rest in that throughout all the ins and outs of a crazy year or an all right year. We can come near to him and he can lead us home. Oh.
1: but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name